I love this show. I love this show. I've told all my co I've told all my coworkers. I've told all my coworkers. Listen to it every day. Listen to it every day, and it's amazing. Do you have the spark? Hello, everybody, and welcome to SparkCast. I am Divisional Community Manager Terrence Ward, and today we've got a special guest, somebody that uh, we're going to reach across the border to our friends up north in the great country of Canada. I've got Anas Khan here with me with the uh, local social team. He is an amazing person who's heading up our social chant program there in Canada. You've got to, I'm, I'm not going to say anything else, Anas. I'm going to let you introduce yourself to those who are listening and tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, thanks, Terrence. Thank you for the, the wonderful introduction. Um, hi everyone, my name is Anas. You know, I've been with Walmart for just um, over three years now, actually. Um, I had the opportunity to lead through multiple roles. I started initially in merchandising, uh, then moved into communications, and now in marketing. And before that, I had the opportunity to work in stores for actually a couple of years. So, you know, really bringing all that kind of experience now into marketing. Um, and as you said, I have the privilege of leading the My Local Social Project here in Walmart, Canada. Um, and, you know, showcasing the true heart of our company through the lens of the work we do um, and the associates we work with. So it's been it's been a fun, uh, brief journey so far in Walmart um, and looking forward to continuing to expand um, this whole project and everything else. So two things I want to I want to call out. First of all, this is like super cool because we're getting to talk to each other across international boundaries and, you know, talk about our shared connection through social media and through Walmart. But the second thing I want to point out is your background. I notice an on-air sign that is on a bookshelf behind you. <laughs> I have the exact same thing, and I'll show you after we're done with this call. <laughs> that's literally sitting across <laughs> from me in my little home office. So that's that's great. That that just I noticed that on one of your on one of your podcasts too, and I and I was like, I have to comment on Terrence and say. <laughs> I have the same thing as you, but I'm like, do I look weird if I just randomly comment in your post? Uh <laughs> no, I don't think that would be weird at all. I think uh, I think we're going to have a unique relationship going forward. We're going to be doing some, some voice work and some other things, I'm sure, in the very near future. So how long have you been with Walmart? So I've been with Walmart for, to be specific, three years and five months. Um, I started in November of 2017. Um, it was a week after Black Friday, so it was a very exciting time because I joined as a CTA, so a category team analyst, in electronics and entertainment. Um, so you can imagine electronics and entertainment, the week of Black Friday, it was Cyber Monday. So I literally came in, hi guys, I'm new, and like no one really looked at me because it's like it was head down, <laughs> focused on Black Friday. Um, but yeah, three years and five months, It's uh, it's been a really fun journey so far. Um, and you know, I can share a little bit about my Walmart story if you're interested about it, um, you know, in terms of like why, you know, I really love working here and you know, the whole passion behind retail and people. Um, it's definitely an exciting thing to be, you know, working in the forefront here. Yeah, it's it's a brand new uncharted territory for Walmart Canada to be able to join uh, the American side of things with my local social. And you've already seen some success with local social uh, in some of the, the test stores that are going on. Yes, yeah, I mean, you know, the, when we did this whole pilot, the whole primary focus of it was, you know, let's get our stores set up, you know, let's see how they're doing, let's get them comfortable with social, because I think, you know, you've seen it on the US side, you know, Walmart as a company, especially on the Canada side, you know, we've been a bit on the conserv conservative end in terms of sharing a lot of our stories and content. So, you know, as soon as we did this whole My Local Social and say, we're going to give all of our stores their own dedicated you know, Facebook page and social media, like kind of like their own business and, you know, share, you know, your stories of your local products and associates. 
it was quite a game changer. And everybody's like, oh, wow, like, you know, this is exciting. Um, and we've been seeing stores that have had lift in sales, stores that are getting increased in followership. The comment section is full of customers. It's like engaging and using the names of the associates. So it's really building that, you know, that concept of my local Walmart and that connection that we're trying to build, you know, globally as, as a Walmart brand. Um, and it's been exciting. I mean, you know, especially for myself, you know, as a lover of social media, I'm just so happy to see this, you know, playing out. Um, and it's really exciting. So let's talk about your love for social. Uh, you've you've got to tell me, what is your favorite thing uh, about social, my local social, uh, both? My favorite thing about my local social specifically is my whole purpose behind social media has always been about, you know, building a human lens and showcasing the heart of a company. Now, Walmart as a company is a big box retailer. Everybody knows that. You're a big company billion dollar revenue, whatever, whatever. Um, but nobody knows like, you know, what happens in the background? Like what's the true heart of our company? And, you know, to showcase that through my local social, through the lens of our associates in terms of when they talk about, you know, our associates and, you know, their stories in terms of how, you know, somebody started as a part-time cashier and now as a store manager, um, our local products, our local communities, you know, the sustainably resourced products, you know, seeing all of that come to life on my local social is it's it's both emotional and exciting at the same time because there's so much that we've done as a company on the back end that now finally people are starting to see it um on the forefront and starting to engage it so um definitely exciting time for my local social in my own personal social media experience i mean a lot of my career you know opportunity and success i've had is through social media um you know i'm really active on linkedin instagram uh you know posting videos and photos about you know stories and you know, how to connect with people, inspirational stories, because, you know, that's how I learned when I was a young kid, you know, going through social media, you know, looking up to, you know, people like Gary Vee and, you know, motivational pages that, you know, I think a lot of people follow and the ability to using your voice to connect with people globally and inspire people is what got me on this whole social media train from day one that, you know, I can really impact somebody in another country or another area of the wherever they might be literally by just posting a video or a photo on Instagram or LinkedIn or Facebook or Twitter. Um, and that's really what excited me that, you know, I'm here building my personal brand through social media and to be able to showcase that on a daily basis. And I'll see that through my local social is, is what I love about social media and my local social. So let's, let's deep dive just a little bit more. <clears throat> you mentioned, uh, you know, being on LinkedIn, sharing some great successful stories and inspirational stories. What's your favorite thing about uh, social and, uh, what's your favorite thing about my local social? So I think my favorite thing about social media is that one thing I think, Terrence, you know, you've seen as well is you know, everybody can tell who you are. You know, And what I mean by that is if you're faking it or you're trying to be another person, you know, you can tell right away on social media, just through a video, whatever that, you know, is, you know, this is not really who you are. Or like, you know, you're try trying to be a bit extra in a video or something. And I say that in a very positive sense, not not to anybody specifically, but so when I look at my own social media, you know, I thought about it, I'm like, hey, like, what do I want to be known of as, you know, if you think of it from an employer standpoint, companies are looking at your social media channels more and more as a reason to see, you know, is this a person that I would like to hire or join my team? Now, if there's a trend going on TikTok or a trend going on Facebook, does that mean I need to jump on it or can I pivot it to maybe showcase my personal brand through that trend? And, you know, those are the things that I think about when, when I think about social media is that, I'm basically building my own kind of, you know, personal brand business here. Like this is who Anas is through the lens of my cell phone 
on Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, whatever it might be. Um, so making sure that I showcase my human side and my true side, which is I love to inspire people and connect with people. Um, so I make sure that my content reflects that. And, you know, it's the same thing with my local social. When I, when I talk to our social champs that, you know, don't follow the metrics, like in terms of how many likes and comments do I get, follow the content creation. Um, if you have fun, if you're being bold, or as, you know, our founder, Sam Walton said, you're swimming upstream in terms of creating great content, the metrics will follow because great content always gets visibility. Um, so focus on that and have fun. That's the key thing. Um, so that's the kind of thing what I enjoy and, you know, the advice I kind of share all the time. You know, I really like the advice of our, our, when you see a trend on TikTok, and this is this is great. When you see a trend on TikTok, do I really want to go with that trend or do I want to pivot it? in a way that best represents my brand and my goals. And that that is super important for anyone out there listening to remember that you don't always have to follow the exact same trend. If it's right. something that's inappropriate, turn it into something that is appropriate and make it your own and unique to where, you know, something that once might not be shareable content is something that you'd be proud to share of. And uh, I use the term here in the South very, uh, very, very broadly that, it, you know, is it something you'd be willing to stand up and share in church? <laughs> so, because yeah, exactly and it's it's a way of also showcasing your creativity you know what i mean that you took something that a lot of people are doing it but you made it your own um so i think that shows a lot of you know creativity and also shows a lot of ownership that you're able to like you know be a bit different and i think th those are the kind of people that are successful on social media but also just in general in life right you know being being a bit different a bit bold a bit creative in the way you work whether it's on social or not um, and I think that's an important skill set to have to be bold enough to be a bit different. Um, and I think that's what's going to be great. Right. So, so tell me, how, how has social media uh, played an impact in your world? Yeah, so it's, it's interesting. So, you know, my family came to Canada almost 30 years ago. Um, and, you know, as, as, a, as a young kid, you know, we don't ha I don't have any ex extended family here. So my only family is my, my brother, my sister. And my parents and then of course friends i've grown up with over the past you know 20 odd years who basically became family um so you know going through university going through like you know where do i need to work you know undergrad choices master choices um and not having those people around you to make those decisions of course you know you, you discuss with family and friends and, and your brother and sister but social media you know for me as a young kid it was it was something that helped me stay true on the right path of what i wanted to do um, you know, I I was following all those you know sport channels, motivational channels, inspiration channels, and I and I quote Gary Vee a lot because he's played a huge role in my life in terms of how to stay focused on your goals and be a bit different. Um, so that's how social media impacted me. You know, when I was in university and I didn't do good on a test, I would listen to a video, a podcast about it's okay if you mess up once. You know, every failure is a step to success. Every failure is an opportunity to learn about what you did wrong, so how you can improve for your next one. So. It allowed me to not focus on the now in terms of like what I'm doing wrong, but how can I use what I'm doing wrong to basically improve my future? And that was thanks to social media and the videos that I watched. So when I got to a position in my life or my career per se, like, you know, now where, you know, I can support and help other individuals, you know, who are in university or in high school or making career differences in terms of how they can be uh, bold in their decisions and make that those decisions. You know, I take it as a, as a responsibility on my side to make sure I share my experience, to share my stories, which is why my Instagram and LinkedIn is full of just, you know, videos and photos of inspirational key messages about my personal experiences and how I hope to connect with one person who may benefit from it 
Um, so that chain of that chain of pass it paid forward continues um, over time. Yeah, absolutely. And so let's let's pivot a second. Let's talk more about uh, the My Local Social pilot that's going on in Walmart Canada. As, as we know that the end goal is to get every store in Canada the ability to be able to do what their U.S. counterparts have been doing uh, for the last couple of years, which is huge because you yep. know we've saw the rollout to Sam's, we've saw the uh, the, the pilot rollout to uh, Walmart Canada. This is a movement that started out with just a handful of stores. In, in Arkansas and in uh, Ohio, I can't forget Ohio. That's you know where Zach, the director <laughs> of local social, is. <laughs> he would probably give me a call and say, uh, "Did you forget me?" Uh, but <laughs> but it's great to see this just expanding and, and reaching so many uh, so many great opportunities to reach customers, tell them what's going on in the stores. Out of all of the pilots uh, that the pilot posts that you've seen, what are some of your favorite posts or campaigns? Uh, from from the MLS pilot there. Oh, that's that's a tough one. There's there's too many posts over the last I think ten weeks that I love. But one of my favorite one I'm a bit biased on is was National Potato Chip Day. <laughs> I'm a big potato chip fan. As everyone who knows me, I think Ryan is probably tired of hearing me talk about potato chips through all of our meetings that I talk that I have with him. Um, but yeah, I mean, I put out a a question out to all our social channels saying like, hey, you know, um, National Potato Chip Day is upcoming. You know, how can we be a bit bold and a bit creative and creating some content, but also promote our great value products? I, it's like a win-win situation. Um, and we had stores that go out, like, you know, create boomerangs. You know, they, they sat in trolley carts and, made, and like, had fun with chips and potato chips. And, you know, that was probably my most exciting campaign that I saw because it truly showed the creativity of our associates and their ability to create amazing content. So like now as like a marketer, when I'm working with our corporate office or SSC, what we call it, in terms of upcoming campaigns, it's like, hey, let's also pitch this to our social champs because there's a good chance they can create something really cool, something really awesome that we can leverage not only around our my local social pages, but also on our brand channels. So I think, you know, seeing the creativity and seeing the those activity from the national potato chip um, and other campaigns over the past several weeks. You know, it's really opened up the conversation of like, we have some great people in our, in our business, in our stores who can create some amazing content. I know Terrence, you've seen it. Zach's talked about it a lot in terms of the videos created by many of the associates. Um, and it's just honestly, I'm just excited every single day when I open Facebook and I see the pages. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the thing, though, is is <clears throat> this isn't just a you know, associates are going out, creating posts, wasting time. This is a great avenue to connect with customers, especially when you start thinking about uh, Gen Z. Gen Z is the youngest generation, the newest generation that is spending money, coming into our stores, shopping online. And where they get their information from is not from newspapers, not from television, not from radio, but from their smartphone device. That is where they're getting their information and what better way to reach them than through a store's local social post. And, uh, you know, you've got to have seen some 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 doozies. And I mean that in a good way (laughs) of some posts (laughs) that have really shocked and surprised you. Have you what what's one that you'd be willing to share that's really surprised you maybe in the way that it was received or maybe in the reach that it obtained or uh, just think, the uniqueness yeah i think one of the posts that comes to mind right away was one of our stores i think it was in ottawa um they had posted a great photo and, and it was a carousel of photos about bikes you know like we had upcoming bike season right and i got a and i got a message from the store manager a couple of days later saying hey and it's like based on the number of activity that we did on my local social, we happen to be the number one store in the entire Walmart Canada with the most sales of bikes. And I'm like, this has to play a role with my local social because 
that was the only kind of promotional activity that they had done um, in terms of, you know, for getting, you know, activity in terms of the bikes. And, you know, our overall bikes sales have been fantastic as a business. But to see that store, which was a store in a very small community, so it wasn't a very large community, to still be the number one, you know, bike sales store in the entire Wamakanda was pretty phenomenal. And I think the other thing that's surprising me or actually exciting me the most is to see customers' comments. Um, you know, I wasn't sure how the reactivity will be just overall with the customers here in terms of how they will react with, you know, the post. But to see some customers like call out the associate person's names and like, hey, I know that's Dave. And I'm like, he doesn't even have his name tag on. Like, so the fact that customers are connecting with our associates, connecting with the con the content being created, um, I think it's just great to see that two-way, which is something that we've always wanted to create, um, but see it actually live, you know, unfolding in front of us. It's definitely exciting and I mean surprising as well because we didn't expect it to be done so quickly. Right, and, and you know I think that's 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 really cool when you think about just the small pilot of stores that have been posting content uh, for not very long actually. I mean, not even a full year if I remember that correctly. And, and twenty-seven this, weeks. Yeah, and, and I mean you normally would see some results you know long term like oh we've had a great year we've seen some great posts we've seen great engagement. But in just that short amount of time, just some amazing content that's been created, some amazing comments from customers, how the campaigns have shifted and been able to resonate with those customers in local areas. But we've also learned some great lessons along the way, some good lessons and some lessons that maybe we shouldn't <laughs> do that again. But what are some lessons that you've learned because of social? I think the, the importance of listening and not reacting right away. I think that's really important. Um, you know, there's a lot of information, as you said earlier, on social media, you know, and many of that information can be true and not be true, right? So I think, you know, as a as a my local social or social champ, it's important to continue to listen to the customer, listen to what's happening in the business and overall trends, um, and also understand the sensitivity. I mean, you know, from an innovation standpoint, we're doing a lot of innovation in our stores, whether it's, you know, from a cleaning aspect, from a self-checkout aspect, you know, from the shelves, and not everybody is um, has a positive connotation around innovation, right? Because you know, there's a, there's a comment lens that oh, sub checkouts are going to you know replace jobs, which you know it's not. We're actually training our associates to become more digitally adept. Right. Um, but you know, from a external lens, you may not know that, you may not understand this. So important to understand your customer base is, I think, really important. And demographic, you know, we see a difference in response based on communities. You know, people who are located where I am in Toronto, which is kind of the innovation hub per se, you know, the responses are very different in terms of where's pickup, where's innovation. But when you go to more like Northern, a bit rural communities, you know, the response is very different because you know, everybody knows their next door neighbor. So, you know, understanding those demographic differences, your customer differences and listening to your, basically your fan base per se, if you would like to put it in a way, um, is important for the success of MLS in general, but as well on social media. And, you know, as I said in the beginning, just be human, have fun and be human. That's the most important thing. Yeah, great advice and great tips to be authentic. You know, don't don't try to represent yourself as something that you're not. It's okay to you know have a little a pop and circumstance if uh, circumstance if uh, you want to kind of <laughs> impress some people. But be yourself, be natural. You know, we're wrapping yeah. up here. It's been a great conversation so far. We've talked about some great things going on in Walmart Canada, and you know some great learnings that you've had that your team has had, uh, and so many of your associates out in the field there at Walmart Canada have had. What is some advice that you would give an upcoming 
uh, or up and coming, I should say, social champ that wants to join the program, that wants to get involved and, and be that associate ambassador to customers through social? Yeah, for sure. I think, you know, again, again, you know, thank you so much for the opportunity. First of all, it was a great conversation. I've been following your podcast for a long time, so I feel very special to be part of this episode. Um, but I think advice to an upcoming social champ is the advice I'll give to myself, which is have fun, be bold, be a bit creative. And, you know, as, um, you know, as cliche might be say, swim upstream, you know, try to, you know, try different content, you know, not necessarily always posting a photo, post a video, post a boomerang, post a GIF. Um, and, you know, most importantly, don't focus on the metrics at this moment, um, because if you focus too much on the likes and the comments, you get derailed from the true sense of social media, which is to be authentic, create great content and showcase your store, um, how you'd like other people to showcase it. Because I think that's the main message that your Facebook page is basically like your own mini social media business of how you like the world or your community to see your, your store. So, you know, the metrics and the likes and the comments, they're going to come naturally. But if you don't have great content, they're not going to follow. So if you focus on great content in working with your associates and making sure you're having fun, being creative, being bold, the metrics are going to follow. Um, so that's my most important advice that, you know, have fun. You know, that's the most true sense of social media is when people seeing stores and associate having fun and being creative, they automatically want to engage, comment, share with their friends. You know, before you know it, maybe something becomes viral. Who knows? Um, and the followers will come with there because people will over time see that repetition and that creativity and that fun through the lens of your store. So that's it in a nutshell, really. Well, great advice and a great conversation. Honestly, I appreciate you taking time out of, of what is a busy schedule for you as you were, you know, trying to get Walmart Canada out there into the world of social and getting this from a pilot to an actual program uh, for every store there in Canada. And we are definitely excited to be working with you and your team to to make that a reality and, and to see all the amazing posts and uh, just the encouragement, even on Workplace. If you're on Workplace, follow him uh, on Workplace. He's got some great advice, some great tips and tricks. Even if you're in Walmart US, you never know what you'll learn uh, from our colleagues up north. Thanks so much, Anas, for, uh, for joining us. Any last words of wisdom, any last words of advice before we go? Thank you so much, Terrence, again. And to everybody watching, as always, you know, as I said, always have fun, be bold, be creative, swim upstream, and, you know, don't take no for an answer. Have fun, guys. Thank you again, Terrence. Well, thank you for joining us. And for all of you listening, thanks for tuning in this week. You can tune in every Thursday for another Spotlight Social Champ Hour. And, of course, I uh, say the hour. It's only like a 30-minute episode, but don't <laughs> tell anybody. And then, of course, Saturday Social, where we talk to social media influencers like us and share some great things going on in the world of social. Thanks, for, thanks again for joining us. And for all of you listening, we'll see you next week right here on SparkCast. Thanks for listening to SparkCast. Join us on Workplace to learn more about this episode. Join the Social Champs program and how-to guides on improving your social posts. Until next time, be the spark the world needs.